which means it's another episode of Naturally Unbothered. I am Shari. I'm Ebony. I'm Tasha. Y'all, to <laughs> tonight we have a special guest, Katasha Gordon, author, everything you need to know about expression of regression, of oppression, of everything this is the person you need to be following on all social media in oklahoma city just around the damn world because let me tell you something the realest of the realest pole dancing <laughs> i mean yo the, the woman does if it's sensual sexual if it's giving judge she's giving it okay Katasha, Katasha Gordon, thank you so much for being a part of our podcast. Thank y'all for having me. Like, I feel like, I'm like, she's talking about me. We're talking about you. Welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank y'all for having me. Welcome, welcome. It's special. You know, I'm special, girl. Tell us about how you became, how you got so freed. Everybody, all women... You know, I, I know three women who are open about everything. Now I know four because I know you. But, you know, a lot of women are bottled up and scared about the taboo. How did you become who you are so free? Well, first of all, nobody can whoop me. So. <laughs> I mean, that's a good start. Okay, who's going to check me? <laughs> who's going to check me, boo? Who's going to check me? But I think it just had to do with being hard-headed. I... Uh, refuse to allow other people to dictate how I live my life. I refuse to allow how other people live their lives to determine how I had to live mine. I do what I want to do, and that's just what I did. <laughs> but I also accept the consequences that come with that. Whatever it was, I was ready for it. So I just trusted myself and did what I wanted to do. That's what's up. And that's on period. Period. <laughs> All yes. right, so what is everybody drinking tonight? Tasha, what you drinking over there, girl? I didn't know we were supposed to be drinking. Listen, hold on. You ain't supposed to be, but go get you some. Go get no, you. listen. Shh. Bruce! <laughs> Can you bring me some wine? <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> oh, I'm going to be drinking wine. Okay, okay. <laughs> well, tonight, I stopped by a new local spot in my neighborhood, and it happens to be black-owned, so I bought... <laughs> Um, some daiquiri from the Paseo Daiquiri Lounge. Oh, Mario's new spot, Mario Goggins. Oh. Just opened a spot literally like in walking distance on the corner from me. Um they have But this is I got um pina colada, sour apple, and um watermelon. Okay. Ooh, and then he put, oh, and, a, and rum something in here. So that's what I'm drinking. Because they can get them to go. You can get them to go, yes. All right. They come in small sizes as well. But you can get them to go, yes. 
It's my to, new favorite spot. Don't have and to check that out. <laughs> yep. I will be having wine. I don't have a Bruce to go get down a Robert, but he still sleeps, so I'm going to have to get up and go get mine myself because I forgot. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> and I'm so, going to be drinking a little... Lemonade and orange juice mixed with a little something special. That sounds like something you make at the house. Like when you collect them, <laughs> that sounds like you didn't have no degree when you made that. That's just I, I have a I had a confession, but I just ruined it. My confession was gonna be that for twenty twenty two I gave up the juice. And that I was two days sober, but it was really gonna be a lie because y'all know better than that shit. Well, guess what? I was supposed to start on yesterday with a fast and go and dry on everything, and I have fucked it up royally on everything that I put on my list. So I'm just gonna start over on February first. Well, in honor of 2022, I want to know. What y'all ain't got time for in 2022? Katasha, what do you not have time for in 2022? You know, I'm really, I don't have time for people not minding their business. That's what I don't have time for. People not minding their business. And I think that when people, when you talk about people minding your business, thank you, baby, um, about them minding your business, it, people say, like, we understand when we talk about white people and how white people don't know how to mind their business. But then we jump our asses in other people's business. Yeah. And I just want us to overall, as a whole, mind your damn business. Just mind your business. I appreciate that. Tasha, what you, no, Ebony, what you ain't got time for? Well, I don't have time in for... 2022. In 2022, mm-hmm. I don't have time for any procrastination. 2021 for me was the procrastination and kind of stagnancy, I guess, because of all the stuff that I went through in 2021. But in 2022, I don't have any time for procrastination. If I don't do it right then, it's just not going to get done. So I've just decided to just do all I can do. And the things that I can't do, I'm just not going to worry about it. But no procrastination in 2021, in 2022. All right. What about you, uh, Miss Tasha? <laughs> Thank you, baby. I can say that too. Thank you, baby. <laughs> that type of shit right there. That shit. No. <laughs> I ain't got time for um, my fuckers who got a problem with every solution. Mm. Like the negativity, the negativity, especially when they claiming that they want to do better. Mm. But every time somebody offers you some sound advice or, you know, a, a solution, then you shit on it as opposed to taking it into account. It may or may not work, but try it out before you shit on it since you're asking for some help. But I just can't stand people who are just who just live in negative space and have a, a problem for every single solution. All right. But they didn't try it already. 
You said, I didn't, I, I tried that and it just yeah, didn't work for me. I don't know. Yes, I feel that. I'm with you on it. Excuses. People have excuses. Excuses. And, I like that, And that's the thing is that when you start talking about, like, people who ask for advice and you give them the advice, what they start giving you is excuses of why it doesn't work. But you didn't ever want my advice. You just wanted. You to didn't want it anyway. You don't want just, to do better. You just want to talk about doing better. Right. So just tell me all the stuff that you don't want to do. I just if you gonna, I'll sit over here and smoke all your weed to do that. If you want to talk and you want me to shut the fuck up and just listen and not offer any advice, <laughs> I do that too. I do that. But, but don't I'm be glad. acting like you genuinely want some. Help. I got some. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But then you yeah. want to. <laughs> Vacation time and 
you know, we didn't want to put anything out in last week's episode because we had such a great guest as well. So, but we're going to put some shit out today. So first of all, before I get into this topic, and our topic has nothing to do with this, but I just want to tell all of you um, pedophiles, child sexual abusers, and everything that as of January 1st, uh, 2022, you can now be sued by the person that you molest sexual, um, the child, children can now sue the adults, the organizations, institutions, people that knew neighbors, aunties, uncles can now do civil suits against you. And there's no statute of limitations on when you can file these suits on people um right now it is not but you know it's going to progress because Where is it, now? it is now in the state of colorado and yeah, okay. uh, and and it's pending um approval in several other states so um yeah so you you're just not going to be out here to be able to you know just take keep taking advantage of these kids Right. And and there's no consequences or knowing that somebody is taking advantage of a child and not and not saying anything anymore. Silent. Yes. Well, that's good. It's called the Child Sexual Abuse Accountability Act, and yes, so sir. it was just now um, put in in place as of January first. So y'all need to see something, say something, because your ass could be getting sued. Because you try to keep your mouth closed. Because it is not called snitching when you tell on someone abusing a child. Exactly. It's called being a human. Absolutely. I just had to that. That was, my, that was my public service announcement to all of, <laughs> all of piece of trash ass people that, that pray and pry yeah. on children. That's all I needed to say. Now we can get into the topic. Okay. Okay. So the topic this evening is going to be, as soon as it decides to come up, is going to be about, um, I, I read this article um, on, well, it wasn't even an article, it was a meme on uh, Instagram, and it was talking about uh, sexual assault, and it was, um, should leading should leading someone on during a date just for sex be considered sexual assault? And I thought that was a pretty good question because I and I wanted to ask you ladies what y'all felt about that. Do y'all think like if you take somebody on a date with only the intentions to have sex with them and nothing else, and that person feels some shape, way, or form that it was not a real date? should they be able to file sexual assault charges against you for only basically preying on them for sex? Katasha, you are our guest. You can oh, so y'all might want to let me go last. No, we want probably... you to go first. You are our okay. guest. <laughs> um, so, no, I do not agree with that. Only because there's only one way legally that you can get sex. And that is by either pretending to be in a relationship or being honest. But the basis of that is a feeling that the date wasn't um, what you wanted it to be.
to be. So that can't be a crime that you felt like he used you or she used you or he used you, she used you, whoever to go out on a date that no. And it does, it negates the, the actual crime of sexual assault because that is just based off an emotion. I can go out with somebody who really was trying to date me, but I pooted and he did not find that attractive. And I could say, okay, well, I want to sue him because he took me out on a date and he only wanted to fuck me. And so that's a feeling and that's not going to hold up nowhere. (laughs) But feeling were facts. And Ebony right with your ass. What I'm saying, if that's why I believe sex work should be legal. It should be legal. Because if there is, if the only way that a man is supposed to get sex is to pretend like he fucking likes you, then of course they're going to do that. Like, because there is no other way to get it. They can't get it any other way. For some reason, your money's not good enough for sex, even though it's good enough for your waxes and for your massages and for everything else, every other body thing that you need, you can outsource. But sex is the only thing that's this magical kind of shit that's supposed to, you know, only be detached in love. Like, like people are still pretending that we're only having sex for marriage. Nobody's fucking getting married. Everybody's just fucking. So, (laughs) but we live under the pretense and we pretend that that's the only way you're supposed to have sex is if you're married and you guys love each other and blah, blah, blah. We know that's not the truth. So I think that the bigger issue is, is that there should be ways to make a transaction with someone who is only wants to be there. What if there's a woman who only wants to be there to get your money? There are people who only would love to just be able to do that and make money and go on about their business. So why can't those two people interact with each other? It would cut down on a lot. That's all I'm saying. All right. Tasha? I agree with everything Miss Gordon just said. I agree 100%. And I was going to say, just like with marijuana, I feel like if these states could find out how to make fucking legal, if they could find out how to tax it, to benefit themselves the most out of selling somebody else's pussy, they would absolutely legalize it. That's Isn't why they that's why they fucking with abortions and all that right now. It is legal. So it's about is. a money thing. It's more than just it, it's it's about money. So if they could find a way to get paid top dollar for me selling my pussy to another man and not keeping all the money, if if the if the government could find a way to, to get that money <laughs> to include themselves in that transaction, it would absolutely be legal. They would figure it out. Trust. All the women Yo, would so be millionaires. Yeah, I absolutely totally agree with everything both of y'all just said. And just to kind of piggyback off of what Katasha said a little bit, I was watching a documentary that was on a murderer, but they brought the fact about prostitution because he was solely going after prostitution i mean the the prostitutes and so because probably wasn't illegal Mm -hmm. i mean they were it was not illegal then but in order to get the prostitutes to talk about this man they made it illegal for them for the women so you know they would threaten the women with losing their children and things like that but wouldn't prosecute the the johns and so you know it's just a way of keeping um women 
oppressed situation when they could easily I mean pussy runs the world we all know that Sex and brothels have existed for forever and so yes. that's this whole big thing and every time we make a step they move the goalposts so now mm-hmm. they are saying that you know there's this big ramp up about child sex trafficking right mm-hmm. and they're doing all of these laws to you know stop child sex trafficking if they wanted to fucking stop child sex trafficking all they need to do is go to each of the child services offices in each of the 50 states and start there. But because people don't realize that 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 foster care to sex trafficking pipeline is a straight shot, right? But that would be, that would have to hold those people accountable. So what they do is they punish the people who, who do actually want to do this work and who have been doing this work because they can't, they don't want to check the people they need to check. Hierarchies. Right. So they start at the bottom and a lot of people get caught up in that shit. And the government allows everything that, everything that you see that goes on, it is allowed. You know why black people, why they, you can't walk down the street and hang a black person up because the government doesn't allow that. But you might be able to snatch a child. You might be able to, you could just go down to DHS and say you a child's parent, biological father, mother, whatever, might not have to provide a place for him to live, none of that. So there are these things that we know the system have these holes in. I was in that system, so I know that the holes exist. There are all these holes that we know that could really catch those kids, but they don't care about those holes. They just care about policing women's bodies. Prostitution's illegal, but you can marry a fucking 11-year-old. That's so crazy to me. Yeah, so, man, look. Yeah, we can go all day. <laughs> right. We really because Yeah, because it is, it's outrageous. <laughs> it's completely outlandish. Um, I agree with you all on this saying, on the on the topic. My saying is just as you guys is. I just don't think it's even a, it just doesn't make sense. Um, Just because I don't like you or didn't like the date. You, it's it is too easy for um someone to abuse the sexual everything. assault. Yeah, it's too. It's, it's, it's really too easy. too easy to abuse anything. You know, emotions can sway anything, even when they're they're not necessary. And that's a lot of what we see is um a lot of emotion, especially like a religious emotion around women's bodies. That that's the thumb right there is. People thinking that you're supposed to be this way. Why are you not this way? You're not. And we subconsciously do it to each other. You know, we tell women, you need to be this to be a wife. You need to do that. You can be whatever the fuck kind of wife you want to be. And even the type of wife that I'm not. And that's where we lose it at. We get to our part and we say, okay, well, any bitch that do whoop-de-whoop-de-whoop because I don't do that. Okay, well, you do the shit that you like and let them people do what they like. Right. I think that's where we get caught up. Exactly. I yeah. Mean, and just rejection. Rejecting somebody. They could be ego. like, me I'm sewing. It's an ego. It's an ego right. thing. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you get it already. You get people that, that cry rape because somebody rejected them or because they gave it up and then the person ghosted them or whatever the case may be. And they're false, you know, put false rape. We see that all the time. 
We know it exists. We know it exists. So if you put a, a, a law like that into place, it just opens that up bigger to white women. I was just, I'm not, are you I was just about to say that. Because those are the people that they don't that shit. Yeah. They're well, the that's who the laws are made to protect. Exactly. So. But it doesn't even, honestly, when it comes to that, like when it comes to sexual assault, it doesn't even really protect them. It does not. Because it's in sexual assault, you're putting white men against white women. She's not going to win that. She's not going to. Now, if you put white women against black women, yes, she'll win that one. But she's not going to win white women against white men. So nobody wins in sexual assault but the men. Like, no, it and even in that, they don't really win because once it happens, now that it's happened so much, so we're talking about populations, right? It is speculated that one in every three black women, and they think the number is more. So it's one in every four women, one in every three black women, but they suspect it's one in two. Um has been sexually assaulted in her lifetime before she was 18 years old. So now we're talking about specific subsets of people and numbers. And the protection dwindles as you get out there. But our number one perpetrator is not white women. It's not white men. It's black men. So how do we protect ourselves from that? How how do we because we are of all the races black women are the we are the most loyal when it comes to the ratio of dating inside of our race so we date more proportionately more inside of our race than any other race does um, and when I say race I don't know about don't nobody from the UK or Russia or whatever I don't know what y'all doing I'm talking about over here but <laughs> we are more likely to date inside of our spaces right. But we have the most limited resources because our men are the most versatile. They can move into any of those spaces. Mm -hmm. So it leaves us at a disadvantage because with one in two of us or one in three of us being sexual assault victims, who are those people doing the assaulting? Right. So when black women are murdered, 90% of the time, they know the murderer. 90% of black women who are murdered know the person who murdered them. Absolute facts. And, yo, I I want us to, we can stay here, but I would really like us to move. But I can say the person across the street murdered somebody and be completely lying. But say somebody broke into my house and raped me and then I still have to prove it. Mm-hmm. They will rather pick up that murderer and somebody I lied on versus to investigate this person who has come. What did I do? Did I do something during the day to make this person come into my house? Well, what, were you wearing? what were you wearing? Because that's the exactly. number one. Did you go outside with your robe on to get the mail, ma'am, and bend over? Exactly. It's crazy. Yeah. And I think that people think that's an exaggeration, but those are real experiences. Like real, real experiences. Yeah, those are real experiences of women being told, "What were you wearing? Why were you drinking? Why were you by yourself? Why were you out at night?" And so there's all these limitations that go onto us, and because those limitations have been pressed onto us for so long, it left the other side to think, "Okay, well, I just gotta try harder." 
I just got to do more. And that's what, so now you see people putting, finding Apple tags under their cars and all these other things mm-hmm. because we won't address the perpetrators. Yep. True statement. Oh, so true. Well, so true. Ebony, can Tasha get some music? Yeah. Um, fucks or fags? How y'all feel about that? We talking about fucks, fucks or fags. Now she knows fucks, but do y'all know something about facts? We talking about fucks, fucks or fags. Right. I know fucks. <laughs> I know fucks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Plenty of fucks. All right. I got your fucks. I got your fucks. <laughs> All right. So high heel shoes are not only sexy during sex, but they can also help increase a woman's orgasm. Fuck or facts? Um, so I'm going to say fact, only because it would probably, having sex in heels requires you to put your body and your hips in a different position. So say if you had your feet on someone's chest, if you had on heels, that's going to tilt them hips up a little bit more, which might get you in the spot. So I'm going to say, and it also, because you're throwing in extra things, that also increases arousal, which if his thing is shoes or her thing is shoes, then yes, that will definitely increase the orgasm. So I'm going to say that. I love that answer. I love her answer too, but I'm going to say it's a fuck. <laughs> I was going to say, I beautiful answer. <laughs> um, you know what? I always tend to lean towards whatever the guest says. So I'm going to fuck with you on that and I'm going to say yes. If I have your own The mind, last time you got your ass wrong, so. Wrong that motherfucker. I know. But look, I'm going with it. I'm going to go with it because I trust Katasha. Sorry. Yes. Did you answer? I did. I said that was a fuck. Hmm. You did say it. We're sorry. You are the winner. Thank you. Chicken dinner. Okay, so <laughs> wearing high heels. like what? It is not. You know, but I like the way you broke that answer down. And so the way you broke it down, like within positions and within kinks, you added kinks in there, so it don't break it down to kinks and things like that. So yeah, if you got a kink and like heels and pokes and. All that stuff, they could totally be a thing. However, this information that I have, it says, wearing high heels can negatively affect a woman's orgasm because certain high heel brands developed a arch in their heels, which um, approximates the arch in a woman's pelvis. So when she's having an orgasm, the heels create a contraction in the pelvic floor. I've never heard that in my life. So I don't even think those places are. Yeah, if you think about the arch in your foot, it causes, and then they may be thinking of um, standing. I, I, when I, when I was reading this, I pictured the woman standing. So if you have that high ass arch shoe on, it does cause your pelvic to contract. So with the pelvic contracting, it can be problematic because the pelvic floor can't contract any further. Okay, okay. 
Okay, I can see that. If you were standing, okay, but it's all these other little. That's why I said I like your answer. So I think like your answer because you took it. Yeah. So I can see what you're saying. I can see what you're saying. If you were standing, if I imagine someone standing in heels getting hit from the back, but still. If you in the spot you're supposed to be in, which for some people, heels can help because you might be too short. When you're talking about angles. When you're talking about angles, you're talking about bent over. But I can see the pelvic floor being flexed because the body is in heels. I can see that. Yeah, it's saying, so the arch of your foot being in that position, it causes Mm -hmm. your pelvic to contract. So with that said, it's like going from zero to 60. So if you're already at 55, if your pelvic is already at 55 in heels and your orgasm, you only got five more to go. You're not not able to experience the entire, you're not able to to fully get the whole experience with with heels on. Okay. Based on positioning now that we've talked to to another master. Don't do that. Okay. Okay. All right. Okay, well, um... Katasha, can you uh tell us about some tricks, some something like tell us what you do and like how we can benefit from what you do? So I am a certified sexuality educator. I've been teaching sex ed now in February will be for seven years. Mm-hmm. Um I have I've done private classes. I've done private parties. I've done, um, I've had parties. I've done coaching sessions with couples on, I've done marriage retreats, girls nights, all kind of stuff. So I teach sex ed from a technical standpoint. I do not teach sex ed from a moral or religious standpoint. I do not teach it from a, this is how you should feel. I teach sex ed from, this is what your body is doing. And this is why it's doing it. And this is how you get it to do the shit you want it to do. Um, in that, I have amassed a lot of information. <laughs> um, for doing this as long as I've been doing it, I've amassed a lot of information. So that information has allowed me access to experiences that, you know, like you said, people are quiet. They don't talk about those things. Well, when they do talk about those things, they talk about them to me. So, so give that us some is- nuggets. Give us some little nuggets, some little tips, some somethings. So, okay, some tips on what? Be more specific. What you need? Well, I went to your page and I saw, um, I don't know, some rope tying or some, okay. I saw, yeah, some I bondage. Okay. okay, so bondage, BDSM. Um, so BDSM stands for Bondage and Discipline, Dominant Submissive, and Sadist. Sadism and masochism. So those are relationships. Those are power dynamics and relationships. So bondage would fall, roping would fall under bondage, which is just to restrain. It can be done with ropes. It can be done with scarves, socks, whatever. Um, If you are new to it, it is best to start, you know, low. They have, you can use the scarf or stockings or something like that, but, you know, or you can get some of that soft rope from, from Amazon, as you get a little more experience, you start moving into, you know, hemp rope and jute rope, and you start getting a little bit more rope burns and things like that. And all of those things are, your body has, you're, you're just a bunch of energy, right? So you're just a bunch of fucking electrons and neurons and all kinds of stuff moving around. And sometimes that energy feels like it's time to be sexual. And so you can turn 
pretty much any kind of energy into sexual energy if that's what you want. Just the same way as your husband, you know, washing the dishes and cleaning up the kitchen somehow miraculously makes my pussy wet. I don't know how that happened, right? I understand it. I didn't do anything to me, but somehow them dishes shining in that dish rack is making me wet. So it's, you can turn any kind of energy, right, into sexual energy. And that's what roping and, and BDSM and those types of things are. Even the higher ups, even the stuff that you're like, I can't believe they do that. It's the same thing. Just turning whatever kind of energy, even pain, into sexual energy. Okay, well, when I come to Oklahoma City, hold on, I need to know this real quick before I forget, because now I'm forgetful. When I come to Oklahoma City, Miss Katasha, can you tie me up? I, I mean, don't take advantage of me. I'm just no, saying. No, I, I sure can. Absolutely. Yes. I, need I would love for you to be able to experience that in a safe space. So, yes. Yes. I can absolutely do that. I have rigs in the house all everywhere. So, yeah. Yes. Oh, yes. I can't wait to come there. <laughs> I can't yeah, wait for you to should... speak about your experience after you get it done. So that's yeah. That's but nice. there should be a space. There should be safe spaces for you to be able Absolutely. to do that, right? So if I don't, what if I'm not here? And that's the thing is that people, a lot of people think that it's about the sex. You can get an orgasm from anywhere, but where are you going to be tied up and know that you're safe? Mm-hmm. So it's about having a kink and finding somebody who can scratch that kink, somebody who can do the shit that you like. Like I want to be able to do that. And having somewhere to go, you might hate it, but at least you know you're going to go somewhere and experience it in a place where you're going to be safe. And it's not about sex. Most BDSM experiences, especially for people who get paid, are not about sex. 80% of them are not about sex. Oh, I'm sure I'm going to love it. Because you can get sex anywhere. Mm-hmm. But that experience, being able to have someone tie you up and you you know, fall in the subspace and just go into the moment and get into the groove and just release. It is an experience. And it's not an experience that a lot of black people have access to. Well, let me know when you go do it so I can bring a paddle and beat the shit out your ass while you tied up and can't fight me back. I'm about to be on Katasha's inbox because I already know. I already know it's a freaking leak. So I'm about to be like, look. No, listen, we do consent forms. You'll receive the form before you come. I'll scratch off all the stuff that you like and the stuff that you don't like. We don't do that, baby. It's no. Yes, ma'am. I'm trying to let you know she open with all the shits. I know, but you also, you should be able to right? Discuss the stuff that you want to as well. Like, don't hit me. I have trauma issues. Don't put don't don't put your hands around my throat. Don't club on my eyes. You should be able to do that and still be able to experience it. Sometimes when you do that, especially if you do that, say you're in a relationship, right? Mm-hmm. And you say some your partner goes to cover your eyes and you say, No, like don't do that. And he's like, fuck it. It can mess up the whole moment, right? Right. But if you come here and you say, I don't like my eyes covered. I'm going to say, okay, we're not going to cover your eyes. And you're still going to get the rest of the stuff that you want. And it doesn't mess up the mood. It doesn't send you into this thing where you feel like maybe I'm not good enough. And maybe I should have let him cover my eyes, even though I don't like it. And blah, blah, blah. Right? Because it's transactional. And you should have a place that you can go and get your transactions taken care of. Okay. So I love transactions. <laughs> <laughs> I do, too. Transactional. <laughs> So, so we have, we had a, um, listener, um, challenge us, um, to, uh, see who can deep throat the furthest. 
So okay. before we do the challenge, okay, can you give us some tips? Um, sure. So and a demonstration. Well, so deep throat is one of those things where it is not a. I think that to women, it's way more important than it is to men. Um, it is if you're doing what you're doing, he don't care how you're doing it. And I think that we trick ourselves into thinking that deep throating is important when it is actually, when I talk to men, I've been doing this for seven years. It is way less important than what your tongue is doing while you're doing everything else. Mm -hmm. And so while I do think that deep throating is one of those things where you can kind of show what you're doing, it is not really, I can show you better stuff. You can, you can do better stuff than that. I'm talking about better stuff for 200. Right. So that's what we talked about in the book. When when you talk about the things that affect what how a blowjob comes off, the things that make a blowjob great, you're talking about lip positioning. You're talking about suction. You're talking about lubrication. We're talking about enthusiasm, angle of approach. All of those things are the things that what affect the performance that you're about to put in. So to me, the only the only purpose for deep throating is to create natural lubrication. So yes, that is a reason to do it. Is yeah. if you so are going that, to, yeah. yeah, it's really no other reason. Yeah. And that's a good point because sometimes people pull the mucus and stuff from there, and that's not what you're supposed to be using. What? You know? <laughs> like, what? Like, you, a, you, you, like a Loki? Yes, like, like sometimes because people don't know how are, how would they know, oh, right? Oh, but people are like. Like pulling stuff from the air canal, and but that's not what it is. But that same way, another way, if you don't have that ability, because some people do, like you know, you you can gag. You can always there are little tricks you can do. You can do the little thumb thing. You could do. There's lots of little tricks, but what I would say that works the best is think of something sour. Like right now, think of something sour. Think of like some Sour Patch Kids, and it just automatically takes your mouth. Your mouth starts to create saliva because you're thinking of that sour thing use that as a guide and you can go from there but if they don't that's a good way to get the the extra lubrication some skittles some sour skittles like so that's that's what you want to go for. That's the techniques we have toys with us because we were going uh, to do the challenge but we can just learn some shit 
Uh, Are you ladies game for learning something new? Uh, wait, did you say Clinton? Yeah, let me go. Let me go. She gonna go get Clinton. Go get Clinton. Ram this pinky. This pinky. Y'all, y'all down for this versus what was requested? Absolutely. Okay. More so. Okay. I felt like, huh, shit, I ain't getting paid for this. I ain't gonna be on my skills. <laughs> Yo, that's what, hey, we gonna, we gonna get a Patreon started. Y'all wanna see some We already have a Patreon. Patreon. We just need to push it. We've been having a Oh, Patreon. okay. We're gonna get that Patreon information out. And y'all pay $5 for the subscription or whatever. Y'all might see some strange things with some motherfucking change. Until then, y'all gonna get this podcast while y'all been getting it. I knew she was going to get that big black mother. Yeah, this is Clinton. So this is what I use in my classes because, of course, you know, it makes people pay attention. You can't help but to, <laughs> but you can see the parts, right? Yes. So my tips would be the most important part of this whole shenanigan right here is this right here. Right here. The crown. So this, this little spot right here is called the frenulum mm-hmm. okay and those little ridges are leftover pieces of the foreskin from when they get snipped so if he's uncut we'll get to that in a second i got one of those too but i didn't bring it um but this is going to be that leftover Wait, uncut dildo i'm an educator of course i do <laughs> i have never seen oh okay go ahead yeah i'll, I'll write it um but this is uh, that little leftover, those little leftover ridges of skin mm-hmm. are would be the leftover parts of that foreskin. Now, that foreskin contains thousands of nerves. Mm-hmm. Thousands I, have, of nerves. I have a fucker fact that I was I wrote down that talks about that. Yes. That's the foreskin so, and how sensitive it is. It has thousands of nerves. So this these little ridges, these little areas are the leftover pieces of those collections of nerves. So you need to be stimulating these little pieces every time you hit that bank right there, okay? Mm-hmm. And you can use your tongue. That's why I say a lot of times people put a lot of pressure into deep throating when most of the time people just put their tongue down and they try to protect themselves so they don't throw up and don't gag. But And so that while they're doing whatever they're doing, their tongue is just laying there. You need to be whipping that bitch back and forth, doing whatever, creating pressure, because all of those things are different sensations happening on those nerves, right? So each one of those things, even the the texture on your tongue versus the texture on your thumb, both of those things and different, your body is trying to calculate what that is. So while it's happening, his brain, his brain is like, okay, what was that? That was, well, that was different than what just happened. What was, and that's what you want to do is you want to confuse the brain so that it doesn't have time to figure out what's happening. It just needs to all feel like pleasure. Okay. So that little piece is important. (laughs) I'm ready for my one-on-one class. (laughs) You gonna let let her stimulate your force? That was a great nugget. I am. <laughs> 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 you know, I ain't gonna be able to come back and tell nobody about it. But I'm not sure it's <laughs> but yes, like, it was thing. cool. You know, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, like it was. You know, it was what it was. You know, <laughs> <laughs> you know, it was cool. You know, Would you be surprised? Like, so people send me stuff all the time. Like, can you do this? And I'm like, yeah, let's do it. Yo, I be wanting, I be trying to send you my titties in your inbox all the time. 
Because she'd be like, send me a picture of your titties. And I'm like, I mean, not me personally. I was like, like, so what's trying? What do trying mean, though? Because I ain't got your titties in my inbox. Because you ain't. <laughs> Cause I don't okay. trying. I'll be like, <laughs> so which line is the truth? <laughs> <laughs> I'll be long, so I'll be like, mm. she ain't sending her titties to nobody. I'll be long to try, but, uh, but that's okay because at least you taking the picture. If you taking the picture, that's the she important She ain't part. taking the picture. She lying she to you. Me. I got some stuff on my phone that you better stop it. She so she the what are we sending? What are we sending pictures of our tits for? Like, what are we doing? What's so? The, I I have for the entirety of my life, I have always like been told people, but even before it was popular, send me your nudes. I think that taking nudes and sending nudes is an important part of your self care because. You look at bodies and you think that those bodies look like that. What you don't realize is that the people that you're looking at practice doing that shit. So the only reason they look good in the picture that you're looking at is because they have learned to pose themselves. And we all have that talent, but we don't think we have it because we think that them people just look like that. Right? Mm -hmm. And so I will force you. I happen to be cute, so people are a little bit le- little less likely to be like, bitch, get out of my face. But people, I want you to be able to take those pictures, and I want you to be able to send them somewhere where you're going to receive the encouragement that you're looking for. And that's what I do. So I ask people, and I'll just do it randomly. I'll be like, man, it's cold outside. Send me nudes. And people will send me nudes. And sometimes people will just be like, man, I took some the other day and, you know, it was really invigorating. I don't, I'm not beating off to the picture. I don't know what people think I'm doing with the pictures, but it is a, I am a safe space. So if you send them to me, they're not going to go anywhere. They're, I'm not going to do nothing with them. I'm not going to sell them. I'm going to encourage you to, and push you to do it more, to put it on the schedule, because I do think it is important. It is an important part of, Confronting yourself and looking at yourself and figuring out, okay, my titties is long, but if I just hold my arms up, they don't look that long, right? Or if I just turn to the side and put my knees up like this, <laughs> I look like I got a dump truck, right? Look at my little dump truck. I tried to keep it, it together. I tried. I'm sorry. <laughs> Listen, Katasha. Katasha, let me tell you, and you probably, this is just something that um, you probably need to know. So when we, when I was at Airmark and you were at Hertz, and every day she came to work made up. Every single day, Katasha came to work cute every day. And every time I saw her, I'd be like, I love your lipstick. Every time. I think she is the reason why I have so many lipsticks because she had on matte lips. Like, it was just, I was like, I love your lipstick. Yeah, just regular, but, you know, I would just go to work. I didn't really get, you know, dressed up where I wore my uniform. I was cute at work. Right. But I didn't have my makeup on. But I was like, dang, when I get a collection of lipstick, I'm, Every time I put on lipstick, even with Donald, I'd be like, as two people I think about, I think about you, and I think about one other person when I'm putting on lipstick. That's and I'm like, Yeah, so I just need you to know that. Oh, I, that's just not that what I was laughing thing. at. I was laughing at the long titties. That's... <laughs> Oh, Tasha's on TV. <laughs> I, I was trying to keep it together. And then Ebony kept laughing and I was like, oh man. So, first of all, 
Tasha, gotta hold your arms up, Tasha, so your titties don't look long. Ebony, long titties are her favorite. Did you long hear that? Long titties are my favorite. You can send your picture. I got, I got short long titties. Yeah, like you don't. Like it doesn't matter because some, like if you put those titties on the internet right now, three hundred people would save that fucking picture. Even the worst titties, if one of them was small and the other one was big, if you put them titties on there right now, people going to look at them and save them. So I think that we trick ourselves into thinking that we're not attractive because we don't look like these people who have practiced looking attractive. We just got to practice looking attractive too. And that's even why our bodies changed because I've changed so much, or, you know, body-wise in the past five, six years that now I'm just having to adjust Right. From being adjusted to the other body. So it's just about being comfortable in your own skin. And Tasha will tell you, I will take pictures and probably try too. I used to take nudes all the time. And I would post them. I would be covered. <laughs> I would post a motherfucker on it. I'd be naked as fuck, arm covered. And I would post this shit on Facebook all the time and have some saying. I so, took your pictures last night when I got home. I was feeling myself. They ain't nude nudes, but I had on a little bodysuit once I got halfway naked. I was like, how did you feel after you I do that all the time. Amazing. And it really felt like my journey. Like, I'm about to show y'all. It kind of felt like my journey that I'm going through. They're not, it's not a whole lot of nothing, but you know what I'm saying? Just Okay, but them bitches are still it felt, it felt yes. really, really good. It felt really good. I like And that's free. Like, that's a free dopamine release that you gave yourself. Yeah, it felt yes. really good. I felt sexy and I don't always feel that way. I do it all the time. I'm I I'm like so in love with myself. I just do it just randomly. And sometimes I share them oh, yeah. and sometimes I don't, but I mostly always go back and look at them. So many. It's no, my old MacBook, Ebony, you know, like I have a full two full photo shoots and like where I did a whole new photo. Shoot. They look like professional pictures. Like three outfit changes. <laughs> you did it yourself? With my Mac laptop. I sure did. You need to do it again. Look yeah, I did. I've done it twice. And in this time, because that's been it's been six, seven years. 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 It is time for a long time. Yeah, I'm gonna do that again too. Before, I, before I'm gonna do that again too, just so I have something to. Uh, I don't know, just so I can be more confident in just in this skin that I'm in right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just period. So everybody to be comfortable in the skin that yes. they're in. That is true. Yes. Be comfortable in the skin that you're in. Yep. So we got a little time for us uh, for say my name, say my name. We ready for you. Okay, Ebony. I have just found my long lost brother through Ancestry.com. I signed up due to you finding your father. Anyway, we've been hanging out a lot. We have the same father, but different mothers. Um, I, we had no idea each other existed. Well, I've developed a strong attraction for him. Should I act on the re- should I cut off the relationship or act on the feelings that I have? Should I follow my heart? Brother sisterly love. Katasha. Um, so again, my um my views are a little bit different than other people's. Uh as l- 
As long as they are not planning on making children, I do not see an issue with it. If they do decide to make children, that could cause problems for their children in the future. And I know someone that is a result of that, and he does blame uh, that issue that happened. So I do think that if they have not grown up each other, they don't, you know, didn't know each other, whatever, and the dad was whoever, I think that you could probably find love somewhere else, but I'm not going to tell you not to try with this person. Um, but I would not recommend procreating. And that's just, you know, because it could cause issues with the child. I'm absolutely going to yuck their yum. That is a no for me. Period. I'm not going to say it's disgusting, but it is not tasteful to me. Well, I'm going to say that it is absolutely disgusting. (laughs) (laughs) It's just, there's too many options. And yeah, it's just too many other options. And I mean, I get getting to know somebody, learning to love them, but is your your brother? Why? I mean, and what if he don't feel that way about you? I mean, is she not writing because they probably didn't fell in love? That means they probably from Ardmore, Oklahoma, or some shit. Can you not? I'm sorry. <laughs> Listen, they probably. Um, I've seen. I've seen so many shows where um, people have been looking for their long lost relatives or whatever and daughters have fallen in love with their fathers and sons have fallen in love with their mothers and they weren't raised together, they are raised somewhere else but it's just something about that attraction that is just uh, I don't know. I can't. I don't know about it because that's not. Yeah, the I was gonna say you found your go. father. Uh, do you plan on running away with him? Hypothetically, I, mean, I, will, I, I will say this. I'm not 72. <laughs> um, Why not all the brothers you didn't make? You didn't make. Yeah, you got. You got a travel brother. Any of them? I did. Uh, it's a no for me. Uh, maybe if my brothers were different, <laughs> maybe I don't know. Maybe if I wasn't married, I don't know. What I can say is that I, I don't. I don't. I yeah. I would never be with any relative, knowing that they are my relative, intentionally be with them. I would have to say no. Um, I think that's fair though. Like it's so. Yeah. Again, it cannot be for you, but mm-hmm. if. If that goes in front of somebody who has to give their opinion without any kind of emotional bias, mm-hmm. um, at the end of the day, are they bothering you? Is that? And I don't even know what this person is. And, I would, and it would just be like, it, it's not for me. Like, I would, yeah. I would definitely not shame them or yuck them to them or, like, to people. Mm-hmm. It's just a no for me. Sorry, face like Y'all all lying. Because y'all going to be like, sorry, let me tell you about John, John, and Kim. Y'all both lying. I'm not saying that we wouldn't discuss it. I'm saying, like, I wouldn't be in their face being like, y'all know y'all wrong for that. That shit is nasty. I think that is completely fair. I think that's completely fair. I have a cousin who's right there. Yeah, I have a cousin 
no first cousins. She just and is there a relationship in Lynn with one right now? Exactly. With her first cousin. And that's what I'm saying. Y'all know this. No one knows. Y'all know this. 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 Y'all know Somebody else. 
fuck for luck. You don't need no luck. Gonna, you need a different right choice in life. Get birth control. No. Yes. Um, <laughs> live your life. You only get one, though. So I need you to live it on purpose, with purpose. And you woo, woo, woo. Katasha, can you please... <laughs> Can, can you please tell our listeners how they can follow and find you? Um, what oh, you got out going on? If you got some project out there, like, can you let let our listeners know before we get out of here? Yes. Um. So I have some Valentine's Day workshops coming up. Uh, intro to dominating. Um, Valentine's Day workshops. I have a men's and a women's workshop. Um, I have a fundraiser event coming up. We're going to be doing a meme party. <laughs> so we're doing a meme because uh, I need to get to a conference. So I'm going to be doing that. And, and it's all kinds of things. It's You can find me on my website, expressionoverrepression.com. You can follow me on any social media. It's most likely Coach Katasha or Katasha. <laughs> Not that many of us. So it's Katasha with a C. <laughs> um, I'm always up to something. I try to, I try to give sex education, you know, to to the people who need it. I try, and I speak how I speak. This is the only presentation there is. <laughs> so if you come to me, you can book private sessions. You can book couple sessions. You can book me for events if you have something that, you know, you have a little girls night or whatever and you want me and Clinton to show up and show you what to do, we got you. I got a book, (laughs) Headhunter's Guide. You can find it on Amazon. You can find it on my website. It's a book about fellatio and it has five moves that I made up um, that you can add to your bag, to your little trick bag. And yeah. We appreciate you for being on the show. We want you to definitely to come back and um, show us some new techniques, give us some new ideas for stuff or whatever. Like we like to have you. All right, Ebony, you take us out. Katasha, like this has been so great. Thank you so much for being a part of the show. I cannot wait to have you back <laughs> when we can go into some more foreplay type of stuff. Oh yeah, um, this show. This show has probably been the deepest show we've had. Period. It's <laughs> probably been one of the deepest as far as sexual assault and things of that nature. So, right. thank you very much for indulging us with that. Um, also, if anybody wants to send. Um, Katasha, some nudes. Send them to expression of repression at gmail.com and I might draw it. I might draw it and send it back to you. <laughs> okay. See, it's interactive. It's interactive email. So come on, let's get that going. Okay. So y'all can follow us on Nationally Unbothered on IG, Twitter, Facebook, and YouTube. You can email us at Nationally Unbothered at the number two at gmail.com. That is naturally unbothered, the number two at gmail.com. Um, we welcome your feedback, your comments, your show ideas. Ebonites, you know how I absolutely adore your advice requests, so keep them coming. Thank you for sending all the letters. It's 2022, and I have a slew of them to read through, so thank you so much for that. Um, you can listen on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, Anchor, Google Podcasts. Um, Audible, iHeartRadio, Amazon Music, wherever you listen to your favorite podcast is where you can find us. Um, if you're looking for Naturally Unbothered merch, 
We have shot glasses. Ooh, we have tanks. We have t-shirts. We have coffee mugs. We have everything our hearts desire. So if you're looking for Naturally Unbothered merch, hit www.naturallyunbothered.com. That is www.naturallyunbothered.com and click that merch link. Please, on YouTube, y'all, we need y'all to subscribe. So please subscribe onto our YouTube page, Naturally Unbothered Podcast on YouTube. When you log on there, click the uh, click the notification bell so that you are notified every time we upload a new episode every fucking Thursday. At so 9 a.m. Please do that, please. The other most important thing I'm going to say is for you to please, please, please. I need you to tell your whole ass friends, your mama's whole ass friends, your uncle's whole ass friends, your dad's whole ass friends, everybody's whole ass friends. All your whole ass friends, I know you got some whole ass friends. Please tell them whole ass friends about Naturally Unbothered. Thank you. All Tell right. their friends. They hoes. I know they are. Tell them. <laughs> Hi, co-friend here. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> Tell them like. Tell them friends. They hoes either because we got some good nuggets on here that even hoes. Yeah. Even if you ain't got hoe-ass friends. Even if you ain't a hoes. Yeah, even if you ain't a hoes. You got to be vacation Bible school. Hey. There are some lessons to be taught here. Please. Tune in. Tune in. All right, y'all. So until, until next time. Bye. Bye. Recording stopped. <laughs>